everybody. everybody. This is Jenna. And I'm Noelle. And this is More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Hi, Noelle. Hello. Are you excited? We got some true crime today. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I am, actually. Okay. I hope you're ready to, listener. Yes, welcome, listeners. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Yes. So, I have a doozy for today's episode. Oh, yeah. A serial killer. Okay. Of course. And it's he's said to be one of the most prolific in South Carolina's history. Hmm. Okay. Yes, yes. It's one of those ones where he claims, but it wasn't proven. And uh. He claims a lot, so let's get into it. We're talking about Donald Peewee Gaskins. Huh. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah. And I also want to do a quick disclaimer. Subject matter in today's episode may not be for everyone, so due to graphic and explicit content, listener discretion is advised. Okie dokie. As you will. Yes. So we're going to... This guy kind of, I want you to kind of wait for it because he kind of reminds me of Carl Panzeram in a way. Okay. Especially like the early life and upbringing. Oh boy. Yeah. So Donald Gaskins was born March 13th, 1933 to Yulia Parrot. Hmm. Or maybe Perot. I don't know. It's spelled like Parrot. So I'm just saying Parrot. And he was born in Florence County, South Carolina. He was a small child. Okay. So that's why he was called Peewee. And he From the time of his birth? Pretty, pretty small. It was small like his dude. nickname? Yeah, it was just a nickname. Oh, wow. I read something that said, like, he didn't even know his name was Donald until he was, like, a few years oh, old. Oh, my God. Everyone... Peewee! Get over here, Peewee! It's yes. Papa yes. Peewee. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Poor and guy. He keeps the small stature his whole life. He's, like, a short dude. By adulthood, he's 5'5", five five, and he's 130 pounds. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so... He's you a know, small guy. He's, a, he's a smaller dude, yeah. and I'm pretty sure people up later on call him Pee Wee as well. Okay. It follows him. Yeah, I'm sure. So Especially his... if he didn't know his name. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I'm Pee Wee. What's your name? And we'll get into it because he was neglected, basically. Oh, okay. So his upbringing was not great, which this is a trend we do see often with serial murders. Mm-hmm. But Gaskin started his bad behavior quite early. He quit school by age 11. Mm-hmm. Wow. And this was due to bullying and fighting. So a lot of the kids were really mean to him. Mm-hmm. They were getting into scuffles, and it just wasn't a good environment. His home life wasn't a good environment. Uh-huh. He was, like, him and his other brothers and sisters were all, like, illegitimate, and their mom wasn't really around much. So wasn't a very good life for this kid. Uh, and at age 11, once he left school, he started working on cars at a local garage. Hmm, okay. There he met two boys who were also out of school, about the same age, and they formed the Trouble Trio. Oh, boy. Started causing trouble in the neighborhood. Yeah. Couldn't have just, you know, I was like, oh, okay. So he quit school at a young age, and he tried to get a job to stay out of trouble. No, he met <laughs> kids who helped get him into trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Okay. And their nickname is literally the fucking Trouble Trio. Yeah. So, this trio would go around and commit serious crimes, and keep in mind, dude's 11 years old. 11. I'm shaking my head. Ah, yeah. (laughs) The trio started burglarizing and robbing from homes in the area, but soon they escalated. I wonder how old these other kids were. Were They were around his age, yeah. They were all around, like... 
Oh my god. 11, 12, 13. Yeah, they were young. They all like left school early. We're doing their thing. They these kids would come into the garage and like visit him, and then they they formed this friendship. You know that just shows that there was two other kids that were being severely neglected because we were their yes. parents. Oh, and it gets eleven years old. It gets bad for eleven. <laughs> like this, this started out just kind of fucking guns a blazing. I was like, holy shit! Oh, wow. Yeah. Ugh. So. Mm. Uh, the escalation is to sexual assault and gang rape. Yeah. Wow, they were 11 years old. He was yeah. 11. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. That's God, God awful. I think some sometimes it was just, you know, one of the boys. Sometimes it was all of the boys. And, yeah. Uh, they were caught pretty early for gang raping the sister of one trio member. Ugh. Oh my lord. The sister. Of yeah. The, like the sister. What in the yeah. fuck, man? It's, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Ugh. And for this, Gaskins is sent to a reform school. Okay. They loved reform schools back mm-hmm. in the day. <laughs> it's like 1940. The other two boys in that trio, they fled, though. As soon as they were caught, they were like, peace the fuck out. Gaskins was the only one who really got caught for yeah. this behavior. Yeah. So. Who knows what might have happened if he hadn't gotten caught? I mean, maybe. Well, I want to know what those other. Now I want to know what those other two grew up to do. Probably fucking nothing great. Probably Ugh. nothing. Who knows great. if they turned out to be serial killers and we just haven't. We didn't know the connection. Who knows? Their you know? names were mentioned, but I didn't see it anywhere else I'll, I'll, in the story. So they were just. I want to do some research on Donald Gaskin's fucking friends there. <laughs> the Trouble Trio. The Trouble Trio. Oh God, Lord. Yeah. So, in the reform school, things get worse for Gaskins. These are historically not great places, and they use a lot of harsh methods mm-hmm. for, quote, reform. Mm-hmm. Because you got to be harsh to reform people. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. So, at the school, Gaskins was repeatedly sexually assaulted. <sighs> hmm Isn't that how it goes? Just how it fucking goes. Like, what in the world makes them think that that's part of reform? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. And because he was a small kid, he was a bigger target than some of the other well, kids. Well, sure, I'm sure. They, I mean, he was easier to ugh, pin down or whatever, uh-huh. you know. Especially like... the larger boys, the more aggressive boys. It's... Mm-hmm. And this probably made him so he felt like he had to kind of toughen up and, and be kind of a badass, which we'll definitely get mm-hmm. into that. So, Gaskins would offer up sex in exchange for protection, and... What? What do you mean? Oh, from other boys. From big boys, Uh, yeah. So he could be... The big boys. From the boss boys. Yeah, so there's always, you know, the big bosses in prisons or in the form schools, so he would offer up, like, hey, here's me, protect me. That's terrible. It is awful, and it's gonna come back. (laughs) He does end up escaping the school, and for some reason, at age 13, he decides to get married. What? Yeah, I don't know how it's even what legal. How? Yes, and she... The, yeah, I was going to say, the courts just let him walk in. Both of them the get... 40s. I don't know how it occurred. Maybe he got a write-off from her parents, but she's 13. Yeah, this doesn't make sense. This He's is about 13, and they're getting married, and he has a lot of different marriages. What the... Shit is going on, man. I know. I know. He's, like, marrying all these young girls, and he's young. I don't get it. But, yes, his first marriage was right after he escaped the reform school. 
And because of that marriage, his wife kind of talks him into going back to the reform school and finishing it off. She's like, you only have to stay until you're 18. Once you're 18, you're out. We can start our lives together. So he does. He returns and finishes his sentence. For five more years. Yep. He is released March 13th, 1951 on his 18th birthday. Yeah. But as we know, the reform school did not reform Mr. Gaskins. No. No. <laughs> they Im- they implanted worse ideas on yes. things to do. Yes. Makes it even fucking worse. Mm-hmm. So he starts working on a tobacco farm, but this money apparently isn't good enough for him. So naturally, he starts dabbling in insurance fraud. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, dealing drugs or something. No, insurance fraud. insurance fraud. Basically. At, at like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's, he's 18, 18 now. at this point. Oh he's 18, God. yes. Yeah, yes. he's 18 now. An adult, yes. <laughs> so what he did for the insurance fraud was basically he would make deals with other farm owners. He burned down the farms so that they could collect insurance money, and then he would get a fee. OMG. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, going around burning other people's farms. And it's usually like the barns. Yeah, so it's something I hope there's that can, no like, animals in it. Probably I didn't find that in my thing. That's what my brain first fucking jumps to, of course. Because there's probably monetary for for the the, the animals, animals too. as well. Yeah. 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 Oh my it's god. It's probably like a bigger cut if there were. Yeah, in the oh. policy. Yeah, it's not great. It's it's not great. And he probably liked burning shit down. That's probably what the fucking Trouble Trio was doing. So he's like, oh, naturally. Well, I mean, it's one of the three. Or yeah, you know. Yes, part of that triad. Yeah. So, after this, others in the town and his own employers start to kind of get suspicious. They believe that Gaskins is responsible for these fires. So, when he's questioned by uh, about the fires by the daughter of his employer, she's kind of like mocking him and like, "Oh, did you do it?" Oh, Oh, he kills her too now. He immediately panics and decides to beat her with a hammer. Splitting her head open. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. He fucking... He's... He's an angry dude. Wow. Just because she... Man, I'm a person who pick who doesn't like pick on people, but I like to tease people. I'm not, I'm not like bullying or anything. We're friends, but you never know but with like, how somebody will snap and be like beating yeah. you with a hammer. And his upbringing was bullying, 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 yeah. bullying, bullying. So he probably couldn't tell, you know, the difference. And he's probably also like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, they might know that I started these fires. I don't want to go down for this. So oh my gosh. It was a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that's <sighs> not good. He's quickly arrested for assault with a deadly weapon and attempted murder. So... And he is still married to his first wife at this point. At this point, yes. We'll, we'll definitely get into it. Wow. So she's now married to somebody who just split somebody's head open. Yes. <laughs> so I couldn't... I don't know if she survived. I think she did because it said attempted murder. Wait. So I so think her... she might have survived it. Oh, my gosh. But I couldn't find it anywhere. That's I looked and crazy. looked and looked. It just said that he beat her and split her head open. So I don't know... I mean, I'm picturing, like, Walking Dead-type bullshit where, like, their heads split, split the fuck open, open. But maybe it was it just, like, been like, a, a yeah, yeah. tiny crack or like whatever. Like, when I, when I cracked my head open, you know, as a kid. Like, yeah, like, I, when, you, when they say stitches. split open, that yes. really brings a, a big image uh-huh. in my head. But That's why I was like, oh, my God. I'm exactly. Like, how, how is she alive? She's, <laughs> she survived that? Yes. Oh, wow. So, and, yeah, because it says attempted murder. 
So if he didn't, if she isn't dead, I guess they couldn't get him no. for murder. So. Oh my god! Yes. Uh huh. After this, he's sent to the South Carolina Penitentiary for five years. That's it for attempted murder and splitting some chick's head open. Yep. Good God. His sentencing sucks. We'll get the fuck into it. I'm not surprised. Yep. He's also a man who's doing things against women. Of course. So I mean, mm-hmm. and at the time period. Mm-hmm. Especially. Mm-hmm. Surprised he got any fucking time. <sighs> but she was probably the daughter of the wealthy tobacco owner in the South. And so he got, that's why he even caught a charge. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yep. So his time in prison mirrors his time at the reform school. Of course. He offers sex once again for protection, but this time he decides he's going to make his own way and earn the respect of the other prisoners. So he murders Hazel Brazil who was regarded as the toughest guy in the prison. He's like, I'm going to take out the toughest guy. That, in turn, makes me the toughest guy, and no one wants to fuck with me. How did this little scrappy scrapper kill the toughest guy? They didn't say it, but we'll oh. get into how this guy's a MacGyver. I know how he he figures shit out. Like, we'll get into it because I don't want to spoil the ending yeah. or anything because he, he's just, you know... He'll poison food. He'll do what he needs to do to fucking make his way. That's true. You don't have to fight somebody. Exactly. So this murder awarded him three more years in prison. So that's still very light. Yeah. Because he's in for five and then he murders someone in prison and only gets three fucking years. Three fucking years. I know. For for murder in prison. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Showing that he's clearly not Uh rehabilitated. Oh, God. Or in this time punished enough. And it shows that this guy's never going to be rehabilitated. Yeah. We will fucking get into it, because he's never, ever rehabilitated. Well, I mean, he was in reform school during times when your brain is developing still. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you would think that if it was, if anything was going to help. clay of a brain. Yeah. Just, ugh. So Gaskin's wife ends up filing for divorce while he's incarcerated. Okay. And this pisses Gaskins off. So he gets his get-out-of-jail-free card a.k.a. escape, in 1955. Yep, he's like, I'm fucking pissed off, and I don't know how he's doing this, but he's getting out. I think he, like, gets in one of those, like, Annie style, and he gets in, like, the laundry or, like, garbage bin, and then makes it out to the truck, and then he's just a free man. What? Yeah, this dude gets away with everything. It's It's so tiny. I know! He could, like, squeeze, like, rats can in, like, tiny little fucking areas. Oh, so once he's out, he flees to Florida with a stolen car, and he joins a traveling carnival. (laughs) Okay. He's a carny. And after this, what do you think he does? He gets married! Wait, yes, because you said she divorced him after this. Yep, so he meets another girl down there, and he gets married. (sighs) The name wasn't even in the research because it only lasted, like, two weeks. Oh, my God. It's not a very good marriage. (laughs) No. I guess not. No. So, on the carnival scene, he meets a Betty Gates, and this name is mentioned because the two get married. This is after that, like, two-week marriage. Okay, so that was annulled because of whatever happened. Whatever happened. Who knows what even ended up with that lady. Yeah. She could be just disappeared. Who the hell knows? This guy's trash. And after him and Betty get married, she tells him that she needs to go to Tennessee to bail her brother out of jail. So they take the stolen car, Gaskin gets the money, has like a carton of cigarettes and goes to the jail to bail out her brother. 
It didn't work out, though. He wasn't there. So he returns to the hotel to get Betty, but Betty had already left. Turns out the brother escaped from jail, met Betty, and is actually Betty's husband. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. So, so she was, was scamming him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I kind of like that for some reason. I enjoy that. So <laughs> before the two fled, though, she does something even better. Oh, She I calls guess. the police. Because she knows who he is. And Gaskins had escaped. She knows he escaped. Yeah. Calls the police, and they come knocking on the hotel door. Well, he killed a woman, or he tried to kill a lady. Uh-huh. Then she, he kills someone in prison, too. Well, she's probably like, ew, no. Like, that's awesome. I love Betty. Who knows how much he actually told her, though. He could have just been like, oh, I'm on the run for insurance scam. Or, yeah. like, something like that, probably. But, yeah. So, the police take Gaskins back into custody and tack some extra time on his sentence. He is released in 1961 and immediately goes back into his old ways. And about how old do we think he is right now? So he was born in the 30s, so he's probably in his 20s about now. Okay. Yep, yep. We'll, we'll hint on his age a little bit later because we get into, like, his killings a little bit more. Okay. And then we kind of go into his age. Yeah. So um, by 1962, he ends up back in jail. Jesus. Uh, this isn't funny, though, guys. Because he sexually assaults a 12-year-old girl. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he gross. He's fucking gross. So he's in and out and in and out and doing his fucking bad shit, and he's just a monster. And gets another six-year sentence. So he's getting, like, absolutely no time for these crimes either. It's just... The six years was probably even more because she was a minor. If it had just been, you know, regular sexual yeah. assault on a woman, it probably would have been like, oh, six months! Uh-huh. Because fuck you. It's annoying. All right. Hopping off my pedestal. (laughs) So all of this time, he's in and out of reform school, prison. Each time he goes back to, you know, what he's doing right after he gets out. There's no reform of this guy. Of course. And he always stated he had, quote, aggravated and bothersome feelings that, like, fueled his criminal activity. What does that even mean? He couldn't explain it. He just had these bothersome aggravated feelings that just wanted him to do something. And we'll get into it. All right. We'll get into it. So nothing really scratched his itch or relieved these feelings until he discovered murder. Of course. Mm -hmm. That's the compulsion. That's basically what he was describing was a compulsion that he couldn't really describe what it was. He just said he always had these bothersome feelings. (laughs) Yep, yep. So, Hmm. he's out in 1968. By 1969, he's kind of kicking it off. He picks up a female hitchhiker. He propositioned her for sexual favors, of course, but she laughed in his face. This set off a dark part inside Gaskins, the one that he had felt but never acted upon. He beat her until she was unconscious. Because then, she said no. Yeah, that's what happens. Uh-huh. Especially, you know, with the males. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He then proceeded to torture her, sexually assault her, and sodomize her. Oh, good God. Yeah. Piece of fucking trash. Once he finished his sick torture, <sighs> he weighed her down in a swamp where she drowned to death. Oh. So he didn't even really... She wasn't even dead after all that. Nope. I mean, I know that that's an awful thing to say, but I mean... But I get what you're saying. all that and then to be drowned to death. Like, 
Yeah. It's not like she could have, he killed her and then tossed her in a swamp. Like, she was still alive. Alive. And he weighted her body down. Like, that's just mental abuse right there. Oh, that's awful. That's that's horrifying. And it gives me totally, total Cabin by the Lake vibes, which is like my worst movie. That oh, the sunken, yes. It it gave me just awful feelings for weeks after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this first killing gave Gaskins an intense relief from his, quote, aggravated and bothersome feelings, yeah. and it really gave him great satisfaction. Of course it did. Yeah, yeah. That's just gross. <sighs> so naturally he decided to hone his skills. He really enjoyed the torture aspect of his killings and wanted to prolong his satisfaction. Ew. Uh, yeah. So he tried to keep victims alive for as long as possible so that he oh. could inflict this mm-hmm. this torture. Ugh. Victims were usually usually hitchhikers that he would pick up and he called these killings his coastal kills. Hmm. And they were his weekend recreation. Wow. We'll get into it cuz he's not just killing one set of people. He gets around. He does a lot. He's Why does he call it his coastal killings? Because he's driving up highways. Oh. And he's just along the ocean. Well, he's in South Carolina. Oh, yeah. So Coastal just makes me think like he's on the coast. Well, he probably, he might have been, yeah, like the highway on the coast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's just picking up like hitchhikers, people who broke down, just anyone that pretty much he can get his hands on. Uh-huh. I didn't like that coming out of my mouth. No. Ugh. So these victims were often stabbed, suffocated, mutilated, and he even claimed to cannibalize them. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, this dude, man. He liked this a lot. The twisted mind of Gaskins would often make his victims watch as he ate their flesh. What? What? Like they were alive while he was eating their flesh. That's absolutely fucked up. Uh Uh-huh. And he would sometimes force them to eat it. Okay, that just even got more fucked up. Yeah, he's gross. He's a fucking sick dude. He's sick. Wow. Uh, It said he preferred female victims, but he would often kill males. I believe that the coastal killings were more opportunistic for him, and he just kind of took, you know, what kind of came up. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Especially, you know, if these are satisfying that dark part that just keeps growing, and he, he probably needs to do it. Ugh. By 1970, Mr. Pee-wee would start his, quote, serious murders. These were known or personal victims. Wow. Yeah. And it's pretty fucked up. Guys, you never know who your friends are or who your family is sometimes, bro. Yeah, we'll get into it right here. So, the serious murders were friends or family and often had a motive or, like, of wrongdoing or even monetary gain for Gaskins. So, they said something wrong to him. They had money. It was just, or it was even just opportunity. This guy didn't have... Uh, a set like modus operandi or, or anything like that. He just did mm-hmm. what he wanted to do to whoever. That was his feelings that made him do it. That's his first sick one. feeling. Yeah, this first one's nasty. So, uh, his first of these murders was in November of 1970. He picked up his niece, Janice Kirby, aged 15, and her friend Patricia Alsobrook, 17. But instead of taking them home, as he promised, he drove to a remote area to attempt sexual assault on both of the girls. Which, in a lot of, uh, 
like molestation and assault cases as a family member mm-hmm. in most times. So. Mm-hmm. Someone that, you know, is, is close already and easy to kind of get to. Mm-hmm. Ugh, awful. So for some reason, the sexual assault didn't go as planned and Gaskins ended up beating both girls to death. Aw, his own fucking niece, man. You'll see a picture of his daughter and his niece yeah, with him. I see that. It says, it says Janice, niece Janice, so I'm taking that that is... Who that is. The Janice, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. Mm. So, from my research, I believe the coastal killing victims were just kind of dumped along roadways and in swamps. It wasn't, like, personal or anything like that. But he took to burying his serious murder victims and... Oh, show them respect now. Something of the sort. Or to go back, have a place where he can, like, reminisce. Yeah, you're probably right about that. It probably had nothing to do with respect. Probably not. So, (laughs) in order to, like, dispose of these, he even bought a hearse. He had, like, a used hearse that he would buy. Oh, wow. And he, like... Nobody would suspect him of being anything... Doing anything wrong. But then again, he'd also go to, like, the local watering hole and be like, yeah, I bought this hearse for the bodies of the people I'm murdering. What? Yeah. Like, joking around. But not joking around. Yeah. I I would be concerned by that comment because no... People actual think, funeral director or somebody who who actually uses that for the real well, purpose would ever say he wasn't like even that. a funeral director. Right, I'm pretty sure everyone knew this guy. But the, the thing is, is everyone thought he was a little mentally weird, but he was a nice guy to them and was friends with a lot of people. So it was like that thing where they just kind of laugh it off because he's a little slow. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucked. At this time in the 1970s, Gaskin was married. I couldn't even find the name of that wife. I don't know who. It was someone after Betty. I want to know what's happening to these wives. This one lasts. Uh, but, like, are the other ones disappearing? Or are they no, like... I don't think so. Like, the one divorced him. <laughs> yeah. The one just wasn't named, and then Betty just took off with the fucking car and her husband. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think he just met a nice girl in South Carolina, married her, and, and had some children. Okay. So, he is yeah, married. He, he has a child. Nice. And he even became friendly with many in the town of Prospect, South Carolina, which is where they resided. Of course, no one really knew what he'd been doing and the icky urges that were satisfied only by murder. Most just thought he was mentally disturbed. A little weird. Said some weird off-the-cuff things. Uh Things like that. Ugh. So... We're going to jump to 20-year-old Martha Dix. She had been his next serious victim. It said she kind of hung around him a bit and had, like, a crush on him. Probably saw him, you know, in town, at the bar, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, I couldn't find an exact cause of death on her. It just kind of labeled her as a victim. I don't... Strange. It said that he kind of shot a lot of these people, like, execution style. It wasn't really... I don't think it was as methodic as his coastal kills yeah. i think these were more like okay you know you know too much or or something of the sort and he's kind of just mm-hmm. killing them that way it does change though that all of his serious murders aren't the same which is weird he he does that is weird some really quick he does some for like revenge it's it's very strange his killing method there's no rhyme or reason to it not like a lot of the other serial killers. Exactly. So I feel like he took his, his and used his friendships to his advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1973, Doreen Dempsey had planned to leave town, and she was 
a pretty good friend of his. Gassian's offered to drive her to the bus station. I'm going to put another trigger warning here because this is fucking awful. Doreen, who was eight months pregnant, was along with her two-year-old daughter and got into the car for the bus station with Gaskins. Little, of course, did they know they would not be making it to the bus station. And I'm sorry, how did you say that they knew him? They were just friends with him. They were just a friendly... From the neighborhood. ...connection type of thing, yep. Gaskins pulled into a secluded area where he sexually assaulted both Doreen and her two-year-old daughter. Oh, come on. Yeah. Of course, once he's finished, he kills them and buries them in the same grave. So, three. That's three right there. Yeah. So... Good God. It's not good. Sorry, guys. That one's not good. I read that and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, that left me feeling Just yucky. It's just yucky, man. So, during this time, obviously, he's also doing his weekend killings. So, he's killing his serious murders. He's doing his coastal killings. He's just fucking anything that he possibly can, he's doing. And he's getting away with all of it. Of course. Of course. I'm not surprised. I mean, they're finding, like, bodies on the highways and stuff, but there's no way to really connect it to him. And then these murders are in his town, and it's just, it's, it's just a smorgasbord. How do you connect that? How do you do, it's, it's all fucked. So, his luck does change, however, when in 1975, he decides he needs a helper. He's a little dude, remember. Gaskins had just killed three stranded people on a highway. I guess he pulled over because their van broke down, and then he just kind of... Took the mm. opportunity to satisfy his feelings. And after afterward, you know, he realized that he was, this was a bit too big for him. He had three bodies, he had a van, he had all this stuff that he was like, what the fuck am I going to do now? So he needs to A, dispose of all three bodies, and B, find a way to get the van off the highway. He decides to enlist the help of Walter Neely, who was an ex-con. Wow. Walter took the van, drove it to Gaskin's garage where the van was repainted and sold to hide his crime. Ew. Yeah. Oh, my God. If he killed these people in the van. Probably. But but then again, who knows? He might have, because he probably had a car, so he probably picked him up and was like, yeah, yeah, where are you guys heading to? You know, hitchhiking yeah. was big. And then probably drove them to a secluded area and then, like, marked where the van was. <sighs> yeah. He's gross. So, Neely began to help out Gaskins regularly, helping dispose of bodies, uh, mm-hmm, uh, burying them in what Gaskins called his personal cemetery. Ew, oh my gosh, which is, is where his, is that where his special killings are? Whatever? His serious murders, yeah. yes. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's, that's where they will be found. Wow. Gaskins believed Neely was a close friend and could be trusted, so keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> in that same year, which is like 1973 or 75, Gaskin starts a hitman business. Oh, Lord. He's just killing any way he can possibly uh-huh. fucking kill. It's crazy. So now we're bringing in Suzanne Kipper. She paid 100 or sorry, she paid $1,500 for Gaskins to kill her boyfriend, Silas Yates. Wow. I couldn't find a real motive for the murder, but I believe the killing was motivated by money mm-hmm. because they mentioned that he was a wealthy farmer. Get yourself a wealthy farmer, girls. Yeah, I've n- never heard of a wealthy farmer. <laughs> it is the 40s, so maybe yeah. at that time it was like, yeah, we don't have all these big fucking... Especially like tobacco and stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So this hit was different than his normal killings, and he had to kind of get some help 
So enter stage left, Walter's wife, Diane. Oh my God. Yes. And Diane, I don't know the story here. We're going to get into it. Diane's got a little side piece. We're going to get into it. It's weird. So basically her job was to lure Yates from his home, allowing Gaskins an easier method of abduction. So she called him or she, I don't know if she knew him. I couldn't really gather that, but she basically acted like her car broke down. That way he would come out and help her. And then bam, they could abduct him easily. Okay. Yeah. Gaskin successfully carried out the hit on September 12th, later burying Silas's Yates' body. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So now he's just killing for money. So in a twist of events, listen to this, Diane Neely, who also had a boyfriend, is married to Walter. Yeah, it's all a slippery slope. So her boyfriend is ex-con as well, Avery Howard. Oh my God, what a bitch! Bunch got of a type, you know. She's got yeah. a type. She likes them ex-cons, and oh. those two got together and were like, "Hey, we know a lot about this. Let's blackmail Gaskins and get some fucking money." Think that's gonna make him happy? No, because he thought Walter was his ride or die. Well, he just doesn't like people blackmailing him or or robbing from him or anything. You know, you don't piss this guy off. He's got a short complex. He gets mad very easily. (laughs) So they decide to be like, yo, give us $5,000 or we're telling the police everything. And we mean everything. Granted, they probably only knew about the hit, but still, it would probably lead back to other areas. So Gaskins was not very happy about the scheme, but he decided to play it off and tell them, like, hey, fine, let's meet here and here on this such and such date to exchange the funds. (laughs) Once they arrive, Gaskins kills both Diane and Avery Howard, burying them in his private cemetery. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he's killing for opportunity. He's killing for pleasure. He's killing to get away with it. Like, he's just, he's stacking It doesn't seem like he's assaulting anymore. He just seems like he's just killing. It doesn't seem like. But he he is on his is, weekend. Oh, so he's okay. So, so he's his still weekend doing recreation his business, and he's still doing that. Yes. Holy moly! So yes. he probably did get a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So him. so he's picking up and torturing hitchhikers as a relaxing weekend adventure, trying <laughs> his hands as a hitman, and still killing people he had known, i.e., his his serious murders. So he's, wow. he's murdering every way he possibly can. Wow. And we'll get into, like, the number and how the number's kind of skewed and all of that. But, yeah. So, people are disappearing off highways and even locals, but it's not until the disappearance of 13-year-old Kim Gelkins that police really start looking toward Gaskins. Fuck, that's going to be hard. Gelkins, Gaskins. Yeah. Gelkins, Gaskins. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the reason they started looking towards Gaskins was Gelkins had told, you know, I'm calling him Pee Wee right now. Gelkins and Pee Wee. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Gelkins, I guess, had told some friends about meeting Gaskins very shortly before she disappeared. Okay. So she was kind of maybe fond of him and was kind of like talking to her girlfriends about it. But yeah. she's also 13, so don't be fond of like a 40-year-old man oh, at this point. No. Or getting close to 40. Where the hell did they meet? Probably in town somewhere. Oh he probably gosh. was prowling. doing Yes, yes. He's doing gross things. So, he had offered to take the girl away on a vacation. Ew. Yeah. Like, why are you taking a vacation with a 13-year-old? It's, it reminds me of, like, abducted and plain yeah. sight bullshit. Wait. Did her parents let her? They were going to leave on a vacation. I don't know if she was, like, running run away, away or something like that. It, it might have been. Or maybe a lot of... 
parents in this town were just shit parents and just weren't watching after oh their kids. Oh my god. But <laughs> my bad. I'll mute it. It's muted, y'all. I well, gotta isolate it. That's alright. So obviously that was a fucking lie. There's no vacation. He loads her into the car, probably like put suitcases in and all that stuff to make her feel comfortable, and then drove her to a secluded spot, sexually assaulted her before torturing and killing her. Jesus Christ almighty. Yes. So like I said, his his killings have no rhyme or reason. Because some no. of his serious murders are just shot. Some of them are being tortured and sexually assaulted. And it's just like, yeah, how the fuck? How it, the fuck? It's so just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So police suspecting Gaskin search his apartment. And they do find clothing that belonged to Kim Gelkins. Okay. They take him in. And he was indicted for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. And I got a little dictionary time here just uh-huh. to kind of let you know about that charge. Okay. So basically that is any action by an adult that allows or encourages illegal behavior by a person under the age of 18. Okay. Or that places children in situations that expose them to illegal behavior. So anything like offering them alcoholic beverages, that can be classed under there. I'm sure that there. probably get also a child endangerment tacked onto that as well. And the, yeah, and this is probably one big, yeah. big type of thing. But yeah, yeah, that's what he was originally brought in for, okay? With Gaskins in custody, they start to question Walter Neely, obviously. Walter, who usually just helped dispose of bodies, Stated that he knew nothing. He's like, I don't know anything. You're not getting anything out of me. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but police were not letting up. Turns out Walter was actually a witness to Gaskin's final murders, Dennis Bellamy and Johnny Knight. Wow. The two had sent out to rob Gaskins, but found a terrifying killer instead. Yeah, not the wrong. home you want to fucking go into. Yeah. You never know. You don't, mm-hmm. I mean, rethink your... Your crimes, man, because you never know whose home you're going into. Exactly. Exactly. Like a true crime fucking podcaster. Don't enter my fucking house, bitch. I know every fucking way to kill you with everything in my motherfucking home. Don't you come for me. Yeah. So, of course, Walter starts talking, and he even leads investigators to the private cemetery in Prospect, where they uncovered eight bodies. Okay. okay. Yep, yep. So he's like, all right, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk, I'm going to uh-huh. talk. And I think it was the fact that he did witness those last murders, so it kind of was like, all right, I know what this guy's capable of. If I ever crossed him in a bad way or anything like that, you know, at least if he's away, he'll be away. Yeah. He can't really hurt me. Yeah. So this puts an end to Gaskin's six-year murder spree. Wow. Yeah. And we're going to get into his trial and maybe another murder. Oh, in jail again. <laughs> Fucking guy. So on April 26th of 1976, Gaskins is arrested for eight murders. During his confession, he hints Which that... Which is not nearly the amount that he killed. Nope. Because during his confession, he hints that there are many more bodies that were never mentioned. And he stated he killed as many as 90. I mean, I actually I believe I can it. see it. Yeah. Yes. I can see it because he's doing his weekend recreation. Yeah. He knows if he's doing that... We're going to get into a fact that he, like, he helped write a book. And during that, he said, you know, oh, I killed, like, 90 people. But then in the book, he was saying that he felt compelled to kill on a certain calendar month, which kind of, like, deterred that number. Huh. Because he said he was doing it all the time. But then he said, you know, that he had to do it on this calendar month. So That's weird. 
I don't think... I don't think even when he was telling the truth, he was telling the truth. I think he was making his own narrative just to be like, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. At this time. So, who knows? It's open to interpretation. But he said he stated as many as 90. And these obviously couldn't be corroborated because there was no fucking evidence. Nope. Nobody, no crime, nope. motherfucker. No evidence or anything. Yeah. But he is tried for the murder of eight, mm-hmm. and he's sentenced to death on May 24th, 1976. Oh, wow. But... It was commuted. Yes. The Supreme Court abolishes the death penalty in South Carolina. It's... Yeah. I spelled this South Caroline. I kept spelling South Caroline. South Caroline. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it says Caroline. And then I always, Gaskin's name is is just I-N-S. And yeah. I kept putting an apostrophe in front of the S. Yeah, like, like it's Gaskin. Gaskin. <laughs> but it's not. So these notes are all fucked up. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. So his death sentence is commuted to life in prison. And it's like seven life sentences mm-hmm. like they like to do. And usually this is the part where we'd wrap up the episode and say bye and give us the socials. But no, 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 no. This guy is not done yet. In September of 1982, he's hired by the son of a murdered couple to take out fellow prisoner Rudolph Tyner. So Rudolph killed his parents. And he knows the reputation of Gaskin. So he's like, yo, I'll probably put some money in your commissary so you can buy your Adidas flip-flops. And... Take this dude out. So wait, who does he want him to kill? He wants him to kill Rudolph Tyner. Rudolph Tyner killed the son's parents. Okay, okay. Yep. So he's just, he wants him taken out. I I don't blame him. No. You know, he's like, why do you get to live a life in prison when my parents are gone? Yeah. Fuck you. And he did this. At first, he tried to poison Tyner's food, but that turned out to be unsuccessful. So he decided he needed to kind of up the ante a bit. Oh, my Lord. Now, Tyner was in a, like, seclusion cell. He was in solitary confinement. So it was like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? My face looks so amused at Jenna right now. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is a motherfucking MacGyver. So he told Triner that he was going to get him a radio, which they could use to communicate. He was, like, building this friendship. And he was like, I just want to chat with you. You know, I'll keep you company. You put a damn bomb in it? Oh, my God. Triner did not know that this radio was rigged with explosives. Oh, my Lord. Uh-huh. How did he do this in the prison? Dude, I don't know, man. What kind of explosives was this? I have no idea. He just rigged some fucking explosive in a radio. He probably he probably knew how to make bombs and shit because he's just a shitty fucking person. But he wasn't that smart or that sound of mind, I don't think. Like, it I seemed like he was missing a few pieces because he stopped I, going to school in le- at 11. Yeah, but he was hanging out with bad kids at 11. True, they were probably, they probably making bombs and oh shit. My God. That's what delinquents like to do. What? They blow up their fucking soda can fucking... You've never seen those, like, soda bottle bombs that people do? I mean... Especially around here with these redneck boys. Wow. They like to blow shit up. And cre- create chaos. So That's I'm sure. Great. So there's just sure. so many people that are walking around knowing how to make bombs and stuff. I'm too afraid to even typing into Google. <laughs> I can't do that. FBI is gonna be like, don't fucking do that. Watch my luck. Everybody else can type it in. Noel, Noel, and Ali types, and they're like, 
you're a freaking terrorist. And I'm like, no, I'm just a true crime researcher figuring out how these people do stuff. And, you know, that's why I'll say I didn't research that part. I didn't do it out of laziness, I guess. I just didn't feel like looking up how he did it. But Well, I wonder how people, you know, like, people do just research it out of curiosity with, like, you know, doing research on See, topics. See, I've put things so, like, in and, like, been Googling it and then thought, like, ooh, I probably shouldn't have done that. I want to be, like, dumb. Just for research purposes, for my dot, podcast, dot, dot. chloroform. How does this, yeah. How does this work? <laughs> Where can I get chloroform? <laughs> how do you make a bomb? <laughs> God, oh my no. lord. Okay, so the radio blows up, kills Triner. This murder had Gaskins dubbed the meanest man in America. People I really mean, knew about him, and I mean, he's in this this place, and he's still fucking killing people with a bomb. I just want to know, like, I know he's in solitary confinement. Oops. But well, like, I don't know if Gaskins was. Well, no, not him, but the guy he killed. Yep, yep. Like, and it was strong enough to kill this guy. How big was this blast? Was there a hole in the prison cell? Like, there is a picture that you can find of the prison cell, but it didn't look it looked like things just kind of like there was debris. I don't think it was like that strong. I, think I mean it, was it must have been when to... he must have like pushed a button to play it or something. Yes, and all yes. of a sudden he was right there and it like must have blown his head off or something. Yeah, yeah, or even shrapnel might have gotten him in some areas because you gotta think the radio component is gonna burst up and then you have all of that like metal and stuff flying at it's you. It's just crazy so. to me that this happened and the cell was unscathed. It's uh-huh. just crazy. Uh-huh. Yep. And because of this murder wow, my mind is blown right <laughs> So it is <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> But he was a terrible person still. I mean, he was a murderer, too. I know. It's like like apples to oranges, Sorry, guys. All right. So this was kind of dumb on his part because if you remember, he escaped the death penalty. Right. But in South Carolina, the death penalty had been reinstated in 1978. Uh Uh-oh. Did he know that? I wonder if he knew. He probably knew. But he thought, you know, I'm fucking invincible. I'm fucking Pee-wee Gaskins. Thank you. Uh-huh. So this time he is given the death penalty for this murder. Wow. And he will not escape it no matter how hard he tries. Wow. Mm-hmm. What method were they using at this time? Electric chair. Yeah. He wanted to avoid that fucking electric chair, man. So uh-huh. we'll get into it. Jesus. Yeah. Before his execution, he worked with writer Wilton Earl on a book called Final Truth. So he was like in his cell dictating in like a tape recorder. And then this man would take it and, like, write his autobiography. And this... I want to write an autobiography for somebody like... Yes! Right? (laughs) Call me up, serial murderer, whoever you are. It's terrible, but... It is, but it's fascinating. And you get... But then again, you also don't know what's real and what's not. Exactly. Exactly. So, So we'll get to it. So, in the book, he discussed his murders and the, quote, bothersome feelings that lived within him. Mm -hmm. The book was published in 1991, but some question if Gaskins was inflating the number of murders because he wanted to be known as the most prolific serial killer. Who knows? Well, I mean, he did a pretty damn good job of trying to get there, I would say. Yeah, and the fact that he didn't, you know, he wasn't just linear in the type of killings that he was doing. He was doing so many different methods to just kill people. That's why it makes me think that the 90 isn't so out there. And the fact that like he's doing this on the highway and just dumping bodies in the water or like... Towards like the 1990s he was upping that number to 100. 
he was saying, oh, no, it's, it's closer to 100. You know, mm-hmm. it does kind of vary, mm-hmm. but, like, I still believe it. I know. It's not out of out of range for me. I mean, just alone in what they found and buried was eight, which we know that he wasn't burying people uh-huh. until he started his serious, serious murders. murders. Yes. So his, his coastal kills could have been at 100. Yeah. Who the hell even knows? Right. And then, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mm-hmm. totally don't underestimate it. It seems like he was just kind of wilding out and just, like, mm-hmm. and doing... Things- how many hitchhikers you probably saw in 1960, 1970, 1970s in yeah. the South? Yeah. My dad hitchhiked to Florida. Like, you know, people mm-hmm. were doing that. If you're, he was taking people who broke down. Mm-hmm. Like, he just is a monster. Mm-hmm. He's a monster. So, by September of 1991, his execution date was drawing near. Gaskins did not want to die by electric chair. So on the morning he was set to die, he slit his wrists in hopes of a postponement. Wow. He's going to take, yeah. He's like, oh, I'll tell you where this person's buried. I'll do this. I'll do that. Trying to get out of the death penalty. But it's like, don't murder somebody in jail and you wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. like fucking asshole. Was the money that good that you got to spend for like eight, commas- nine years? I know, like, really? Because <laughs> Adidas fucking flip flops. get shit from prison shop oh, when yeah. you're, you're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yay. Yeah, yeah. Like, Ooh, I get phone time. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. God. Uh-huh. And, like, his daughter has been on record saying that she believes the numbers are high, too. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I think I think he was really killing a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy's a monster. Well, I mean, you also don't know, with him and his trouble trio, if doing they, gang rapes way back when they were only like 11 years old that possibly could have gone way farther than what we know of mm-hmm. i mean they may have murdered young kids they may have yeah you easily I, I mean, mean if they're gang raping people like you don't know where they took them to do this if they were unconscious when this was happening uh-huh. all the if time they hit them night. too hard and it was like an, an accidental type of right thing. Like, anything could that could have been when his first ones happened because Sometimes they do start out with accidental, uh-huh. and then yeah. Uh-huh. So and like then you have it's... the attempted murder of his employer's daughter. You have the first prison murder. Mm-hmm. So it is not out of range for me at all. No. With the amount of time he was spending committing serious crimes, like we were just talking about, in six years he could get a lot done, especially if he's doing it every weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like holy fuck! I that's just it. the weekend ones. Exactly. So yeah. exactly. Wow. So, yeah, Crazy. so this... Do he, we know what his last meal was? I don't, but he he, he made it to the chair. Yeah. They stitched his ass up and fucking put him on that chair that same day. And he was put to death September 6th of 1991. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Donald Gaskins. Pee-wee. Yeah, Pee-wee. That's Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Mr. Pee-wee Dick. And I have written here, for a small dude, he sure caused a lot of death and chaos in his life. I'd say. Like, holy fuck, he was compensating. Just just get a big truck with big old wheels on it if you're compensating for yourself. <laughs> That's what most people do. My truck. <laughs> yeah, I don't see my truck. <laughs> the dual real wheel. Dual real Dual real real. Guys, I can't say that. Dual real real. I don't dual. think anybody can. Dual Rear wheel. Rear oh, wheel. I almost got it that time. Rear if I say wheel. If I say wheel with a wheel, wheel. then I can. Dual real wheel. Like, it's way easier. Stewie with a cool wheel. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I can say wheel and I can say dual real. No, I can't. <laughs> real. Say it. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, guys, so that's it. That's Pee Wee for you. Not Pee Wee Herman. Don't get it twisted. He had his own <laughs> fucked up shit, but yeah. we'll get into that maybe someday. <laughs> so thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe. Yes. So you can catch us next Friday. And especially if you're an Apple listener, leave us a review. Leave us a review. Yes, we would totally appreciate it. We are dying for the feedback. We want to know how much you love us. Yeah. <laughs> because we know you do. We just, we want to know, you know, what you like, what you might like better. You know, we just, we want the feedback. This and it'll help us. us be seen more so that we can keep giving you guys content. Yes. For, for years and years and years, we can just keep giving guys, you guys content. If this makes it onto the charts, I will cry. I will cry. Yeah, I, know. I will literally cry, and I will be shaking, and I will scream, and then I'm gonna pop a thing of bubbly and drink yes. it all to my fucking dome. Yes, because uh, what a dream! What, what a, a dream. dream! I just want to make it. Yes, yes. I just want to make it to the charts. So leave us a review. If you do do that, make sure to send us an email. I'll shout that out a little bit down below um, because. We do have the capability of doing goodies, goodies yes. and sending you guys a little merch. Merch. We'll send you some merch. So leave us a review. Even if you don't want to, merch is a fun thing that will be an incentive. So <laughs> do it anyway. Yes. Uh, and then we can be found on YouTube. Go find us on YouTube. Just search More Than Murder and smash the bell. Check out our first Paranormal Snoop Series episode. Yes. Yeah. And please, since today is Friday... Tonight is our monthly live for Tonight this Tonight is, yes, month. yes, it Go is. Go ahead it is. and watch some of our snoops so you can talk to us about it. Yes. Give listen, us a Q&A. Listen to this episode and then right after, go watch the Paranormal Snoop, like the video, comment on the video, hit the subscribe button, and then... Join us live. 9 p.m. EST. Yeah. Not STD. Yeah. So, do that. We hope to, hopefully soon, you know, start some... More Snoops. Another episode for that Snoop series. Yeah. And, and get it up there because I'm fucking itching. Yeah, we're addicted now. Like his bothersome feelings. Mine are just haunted places that I yeah. want to go into. <laughs> exactly. Mine is a lot healthier. Way better. I think. Yeah. Is it healthy? Yes, it is. It's yeah, fine. It's healthy. We're it's fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then make sure to follow us on the socials, guys. We want to talk with you and share things with you. And we do that on the socials. Yes, so we do. So find us on Facebook at More Than Murder. Find us on Twitter at More Than Underscore Murder. And on Instagram at More Than Murder Pod. Yes. If you have any comments, show ideas, or, you know, you just want to say hi to us, you can email us at morethanmurderpod at gmail.com. Yes, email at the gmail. Yes, that sounded like a promo, like I'm, like, selling you HelloFresh. Hey, that's okay. Maybe someday we will sell you HelloFresh. Hello. Hello. Fresh. I'll have my advertiser voice on. Well, let's talk Yeah, raw, raw, last but not least, you can also join us on the website and the blog uh, mm-hmm. we post pictures there we post sources there we have a fun little blurb about your host there's a whole bunch of fun stuff on there yeah. so check it out morethanmurderpod.com yes we want you to be there and join it and like it and share it and do all the things and join and be a member and yes. let's start a forum because no one has yet I've posted stuff and no one has joined so please do <laughs> oh yeah we have like a Facebook group that I didn't forget I forgot about yes it's- we do it's um more than, more than murder, murder pod. comma oh more, yeah more than murder pod comma not your typical true, true crime group. group so yeah <laughs> we have a Facebook group now we have you a can Facebook go join that the group group 
And yes, the group group, uh, that is just a good place for everything. You can share articles, paranormal things that you've been through, pictures, just chat with us. We are an open forum and community. Mm -hmm. So join it. And then, yeah, we'll see you next week, guys, and tonight on our live. Yes, we'll see you there. Say hi when you hop on. Yes, yes. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.